Get everything you need for your holiday meal at Whole Foods Market. Right now, you'll find Animal Welfare Certified Rib Roast on sale. It's a deliciously crowd-pleasing centerpiece. Plus, save on spiral sliced ham, bone-in lamb, and seasonal produce like sweet potatoes and honey crisp apples. For ready-to-eat sides, head to the prepared food section. Done. And remember that Whole Foods Market caters. Order gourmet catering at shop.wfm.com. Bring the holiday magic with Whole Foods Market ebay motors is here for the ride elbow grease and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own led headlights spoilers whatever you need ebay motors has it at affordable prices and with ebay guaranteed fit it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply Pandora makes it easy for you to find your favorite music. Discover new artists and genres by selecting any song or album, and we'll make you a personalized station for free. Download on the Apple App Store or Google Play and enjoy the soundtrack to your life. Join us at Starbucks for the most magical time of the year when we don red aprons and handcraft delicious holiday drinks in our festive red cups that help get you in the holiday spirit. Stop into a Starbucks and taste the magic for yourself. This message is brought to you by Colaguard. Colaguard is a one-of-a-kind, non-invasive colon cancer screening test. The test kit is delivered right to your doorstep, so you can collect your sample in the privacy of your own home. There's no special prep, no need for time off, and no changes to your diet or medication. Your Colaguard collection kit comes with simple instructions. But if you have any questions, they have a customer care line you can call 24-7. If you're 45 or older, at average risk for colon cancer, ask your provider about Colaguard. Colaguard is available by prescription only. Learn more at colaguard.com slash listen. Hey, Reese, Bibbs, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to, uh, what was <laughs> What was the thing? Came in the mic all aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody half asleep, they're going to be woke. So hey, they... look, perfect. <laughs> Wake your asses up. It's another episode of the Mavs Outsiders. I almost said the, the word I'm not supposed to say. I almost pulled the U. <laughs> I almost pulled the U. Uh, way, way too early in the show for that. Way too early. I know you ain't talking. You pulled one hey, I, early, early was, last the, week. The timing was almost perfect. The music had almost completely faded out. It oh, man. Uh, no, the timing was not perfect. Look, man, somebody got we we gotta bring some kind of energy to this for this week because it's kind of we gotta bring that, more energy to the team, bro. Yeah, I mean that's that's a low bar to hit, to be quite yeah. honest. But uh, yeah, this was not a this was not a good week. Uh, even though we went one and two, yeah, a win came out of it, but the way they followed it up. It's kind of hard to enjoy that win, which we'll get to. But before we do, uh, I would say if you're watching on video, but if you're watching on video, this will be a clip. So that doesn't really matter. But if you follow the Mavs outside of Twitter like you should, you'll know that we released the link uh, on Sunday uh, for the I'm not saying Snow White and Pitch Black for the white (laughs) for the white and black uh, Mavs outside of hoodies. That you can now get, you know, just in time for the holiday season, for Christmas, whether you want to get it for yourself, a loved one. We got sizes for kids. We got sizes for kids, right? It's a, a small through 3X. Hey, look, if the kid could get in the small, we got sizes for kids. You understand what I'm saying? So uh, definitely support your boys. I know a lot of y'all were wanting the uh, the hoodie uh, when Bibbs posted, you know, we posted the clips. Everybody was asking, oh, when you going to drop the link? And Bib said, hey, I think we should drop the link. And I said, no, I'll make them wait. And then Bibbs decided to tell everyone that I said, make them wait. So uh, you, you got something you want to say? No. <laughs> as, you, as you were. You, you still didn't introduce us properly, but. You know, I did. I didn't. I mean, they know, they know who we are, but we'll get to that. Uh, that okay. That's that's very unhumble. Um, that's very un- That was a very unhumble statement. Uh, I am one half of your hosts, as usual, Maurice Williams, a.k.a. Reese, a.k.a. Mind of Reese, on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. 
joint as always by my brother in arms, Mr. Bibbs Corner, aka Optimus Bibbs on Twitter, at Bibbs Corner on Twitter. Uh, did, should should we start saying your personal account? No. Did you um? Let's see here. Did you see the movie Malignant? No, I did not. But I think I heard about it from you. For anybody that saw the movie Malignant, I am not Optimus Bibbs. Optimus. Oh Bibbs my God. Is my evil twin, and it's on some malignant type stuff. So is that why you're tweeting him? If you see malignant, is that why you're tweeting yourself? I, I'm not tweeting myself. I'm tweeting Optimus. Bibbs. You're tweeting yourself. First of all, first of all, I don't like that dude. <laughs> that makes two of us. So no, it's 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 not me. It's it's another it's a, another entity. Um, I, I I can't control him. He can't control me. But he does take over sometimes. I have to fight him off. So is this like a doctor Dr. Jekyll and Mr Hyde thing? It's more like a you would have to see you got to see malignant. <laughs> For is anybody this... that has seen malignant, this is the most hilarious thing ever. But. If you have it, you're really not. You're really missing out. You're really well, missing I haven't out. seen *Malignant*, so I got to come up with other examples. Is this like um, a I can't do Harry Oz, uh, Norman Osborn in *Spider-Man* one situation? It's more like a Venom and uh, the host situation. Oh God, it's, it's closer to that. Um, but I don't want to ruin the movie, so I'm gonna leave that out there. You don't want to ruin Venom? *Malignant*. I don't care. About oh. <laughs> I was about so, to say, please ruin Venom. Fuck as a matter of fact, today uh, I was listening to your episode and y'all brought it up and I was like, let me go watch this end credit scene because I, I, for whatever reason I didn't do it because uh, I don't know. I, I acted like I was going to see Venom and I wanted to see it live, but I was like, I'm not going to watch that movie. So let me just go watch this end credit scene. So I did it's literally the only reason <laughs> worth watching. And it was exactly what I expected. So cool. Yeah. I mean. We're not even going to do it. We're not going to talk about it. It doesn't need to be talked about. So don't worry about spoilers. Um, but the Mavs did get their week spoiled this week to start it off. Uh, should we get right into the games or do you have anything you want to add as far as the hoodie drop? And, you know, hey, go. I changed the link in our bio on the Mavs Outsiders Twitter account to the Etsy shop. So you can go to the link in our bio, cop the hoodie. You will also see we put some stickers up. So if you want to get the stickers, mm-hmm. um, I, we actually don't make a profit off the stickers. That's just if you want to have something to represent. Yeah. Okay. Appreciate it. I mean, it would be nice if we made a profit off it. Appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> so, but, uh, uh, that's it? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, we, can, we can get to these games. So let's get that over with. Yeah, let's... This is probably gonna. We say this all the time, but I mean it this time. This nah, is probably really gonna. You watching the clock? Watching the clock. All right, watch the clock then. We doing a quick episode because we don't want to talk about these games as much as y'all don't want to hear about them. So, to start the week off, uh, in Dallas, we went up against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Lost the game one fourteen to ninety six. Another blowout. Uh, this game kind of had the timeline in shambles. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, a lot of people felt that Luka didn't look very good this game. Uh, he seemed disinterested. This was one of the games where they needed him to be interested most because this is one of those games where the rest of the team, the role players, this team that Mark Cuban loved so much, did not really show up except for him. So we needed, in the words of Bibbs asshole Luca to show up. Um, but to be quite honest, um, asshole Luca could have shown up. Super Saiyan Luca could have shown up. Uh, God mode Luca could have shown up. It was not going to save this game. Maybe it would have made the deficit smaller, but um, the Cavaliers dominated us in every facet of the game on Monday. Uh, to say I was, I would not say I was expecting. Uh, us to win the game but uh, a blowout <sighs> and um it didn't make it satisfying the games were hard to watch this week except for the one in the middle and that actually was easy to watch what made me not want to watch the end but uh, as far as this Cleveland Cavaliers game you have do you have any thoughts of course you have thoughts what are they 
Uh, so first thing I want to know is that they decided to give Moses Brown the start randomly and they made it seem really like they, they made it seem like it was a trophy yeah it was all oh, here everybody's gonna be happy about this you asked for it here it goes <laughs> all the uh mad media types all the moses haters all the dump i was about to say something mean. <laughs> the, i think they're smart because they think moses brown is bad at basketball we're ready with the drafts of all oh, see he's not good against a team that plays three seven footers um Luca being bad actually didn't surprise me because I think he struggles against teams that can actually defend the paint. Um, <clears throat> and our defense was completely exposed. One on the perimeter, we can't keep a guard in front of us, so pick and roll to death. Um, and Dwight Powell does, I mean, Moses had some trouble because Jared Allen is actually good at basketball. I watched him do similar <laughs> things to yeah. Rudy Gobert today. So I'm not trying to hear no shit about Moses getting cooked by Jared Allen being a, a thing that should say that he should never play again. Um, and then he did, he was even more dominant. What's happening? Uh, the NBA app started playing for some reason. <laughs> I thought you were playing a clip from the game because I heard something no. about something. <laughs> no, no, no. No, but, um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, then after when Moses wasn't in, he was getting even more open looks. So I don't, I'm not trying to hear nothing about Moses. Uh, secondarily, KP actually was aggressive in this game. I loved it. He was very aggressive going inside. He was attacking Mobley uh, off the bounce. Um, he was also active defensively. I think he had multiple blocks in this game. And we were competitive in the first half. The third quarter was well think where things fell apart. Allen and Markin and both got season highs. There's a lot of guys around the league that have a bone to pick with the Mavs. Markin is one of them. I think he had 24 and 8. They they legit cooked us in the second half. Like it was all star game type stuff. Like uh Garland was getting wherever he wanted. They were catching lobs, all that. You know, it the Moses Brown thing really annoyed me because not only were, you know, uh journalists and, you know, um Mavs media people saying it's like, all right, here, damn. Like there yeah. you go. That kind of thing. <laughs> and then the people who the, the same the victory people laps. the victory lap people, the the Josh Green people, you know, like, oh see, we told you this dude wasn't good. Yeah, you just threw him into the lineup, like you said, against three seven footers. Uh this team is not very well known for their depth at center, uh talking about the Mavs. I mean, what did you expect him to do out there? Right. No one's saying that Moses Brown is a stud, that he's the legitimate only option to start at center. We're saying this team is so bad at the center position, there's no reason this dude shouldn't get some minutes. That's all we're saying. We're not exactly. saying he's, we're not saying, oh, this dude's a starting caliber center. Why is anybody else starting? We're saying the centers on this team are so bad, you can at least try to start him. The best way for him to develop is to get minutes. Even if it's five a five-minute stretch, let him know ahead of the game, hey, you're going in for five minutes at the beginning of the second quarter. Easy. If you play well, maybe you get another five. If not, that's all you. That's all we'll see. But just give him some minutes, man. We, we, Willie Colley-Stein and Dwight Powell are not doing enough to justify him marinating on the bench completely. Um, Re Reggie Bullock is not hitting enough jumpers to justify Josh Green marinating on the bench. Sterling Brown is not hitting enough jumpers to justify Josh Green marinating on the bench. That's Shannon it. Shannon Lebron. Shannon Lebron. These he boys has, are... He has not earned his name yet. Oh, Josh Green can't hit a three. Neither can Reggie Bullock. Facts. We 22 games in. This boy is shooting in the 20s on his three-point percentage. What are y'all talking about? I don't give a damn about his history. I'm talking about what he's done in a Mavs uniform. Not a damn thing. So stop it. Please. Try I'm tired, man. I'm, I'm tired. All I need. I'm not asking for 20 minutes of Josh Green. I'm asking for five minutes. Reggie Bullock can get 30 minutes of cardio, but <laughs> I can't get five minutes of Josh Green. Maybe making a mistake. Get, 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 get. Let's move forward.
Take your time, brother. <laughs> uh, what up, what up? Did I have anything else about this game, man? Oh, KP twisted his ankle. No. <laughs> no, KP, we saw he did play the next game. See, should we move forward? Uh, yeah, I mean, unless you have any, I mean, what more can we really say? I don't have much this? else to say about that one. Yeah, okay. So, let's move on to the, the one bright spot uh, of this week. Um, the first New Orleans Pelicans game, uh, we went, wait, hold on. Did we go into New Orleans? Let me check. Give me a second. This is awkward. I'll, I'll, I'll fill out the air. Uh, so before this game, the previous game, Jonas Valanciunas had put up like 37, had made seven threes, and they were calling him Jonas Nowitzki. Um, <laughs> so I was not excited about that matchup, but it seems like most of these bigs get their, they, they get so excited about playing the Mavs that they don't perform. That didn't happen with Jared Allen, but other the rest of them, they they the, for whatever reason yeah. they get too excited and they don't. I was I was actually shocked at Jonas Valanciunas' performance, but I was also shocked at the performance of the Mavs. I did find it. We did go into New Orleans and defeat the Pelicans, one hundred and thirty nine to one hundred and seven, uh, blowout victory. It felt good. The timeline was happy. We weren't happy that we beat a team that we should beat because obviously we should beat the Pelicans. It felt good to beat a team you should beat convincingly. We didn't have to sweat. We were on the timeline having fun. We saw minutes from uh, Beaumont, 10 minutes. Omarui, five minutes. Josh Green, five minutes. Wish it didn't come in the blowout. Wish you could get some, you know, not crunch time, but uh, meaningful minutes in games that really matter. But nonetheless, we got some minutes. Uh, Moses Brown only played three minutes. Um, uh, three minutes that Twitter seemed to to have a fun time with. But, you know, uh, we talked about that. Victory lap people don't really care about them. McLaughlin had three minutes. Uh, this was this. This felt good. This was like, oh, man, we coming off of, of a blowout loss to the Cavaliers. We come into New Orleans. The history with this team this year. We play against these bad teams, teams we should beat easily. And when we struggle, it comes down to the wire. We really have no time to breathe. It's closed for most of the game. And then sometimes we'll pull away in the fourth quarter. Or, like I said, it'll come down to crunch time. This game was not one of those moments. Obviously, that satisfaction didn't last long. But while we're here, let's enjoy this game. KP with 20 points and 10 rebounds, two blocks. Luka Doncic with 28 points, 4 rebounds, 14 assists, both shooting well from the floor, aside from KP's 3-point percentage, but his overall field goal percentage was good at 60%, shooting 9 of 15 from the floor. The rest of the starting lineup, not really much to talk about, but uh, it's kind of... There is one thing. There are two things, actually, I want to mention about the starting lineup. Okay. Actually, you know what? Get to that now, then. Reggie Bullock got the start for the first mm-hmm. time. And Dwight Powell replaced Moses in the starting lineup because they just wanted to throw him to the wolves and then act like that was proof that he's not any good. So absolutely, it's all good. and he only played eleven minutes. Yeah, Luca. Um, you talking about Dwight, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Luca had eighteen points and six assists in the first quarter. I think you said he finished with twenty-eight, yeah. fourteen or something. Twenty-eight like that. and fourteen. So he did most of his damage in the first quarter. He came out on a mission. He let them things hang. And that was that was that. Um, the defense that was the first thing I noticed with Bullock in the starting line and lineup, the defense was very different and noticeably different on the perimeter early in the game. There was not as much penetration. The Pelicans were having trouble getting the ball inside, and then once they did, Jonas wasn't doing anything with it. So, um, besides, I think Ingram had a big game. I think him and Luca had similar numbers. Yeah, mistaken. Ingram's uh, stat line was 29 points. Uh, yeah. That's really the only similarity. Uh, he came away with two rebounds, three assists, but uh, he did shoot extremely well from the floor. Yeah, he had a, a solid game, but we still blew them out. So that was, I was happy with that one. Uh, very happy indeed. Uh, Dwight Powell, who played 11 minutes, came away with two rebounds. Moses Brown, who played three, came away with one. But you know what? Uh, 
just throwing that out there for the victory lap people. Uh, don't really understand what was the reason for taking Moses out of the starting lineup, like you said. Just went to feed him to the Wolves. But I guess it didn't matter much because we got the blowout victory. And they have Posen Center, who has arguably been their best player this season. Um, wasn't really productive either. So, uh, Reggie Bullock did get the start. Didn't matter. He only finished with six points. Um, he did hit two threes. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny, but, you know. <laughs> uh, Shannon Little Brother had a decent game in this blowout victory. A lot of people came, everybody came away and got a piece of the food off the table. Uh, it feels like uh, Shannon little brother with eight points and five rebounds, but our two key players off the bench, Jalen Brunson was 17 and Tim Hardaway was 16. Both showed up this game and uh, it would be a key or a vision of things to come because we would definitely need them uh, later this week. But let's move on. To the next game against the New Orleans Pelicans. After that blowout victory against the New Orleans Pelicans in New Orleans, where we won convincingly, the Dallas Mavericks then returned home to Dallas, where New Orleans Pelicans came into town and defeated us 107-91. to Now, uh, just want to make this clear. Kristaps Porzingis set this game out. Um with the injury that he sustained in the Cavaliers game. He was able to play through in the first Pelicans game, but this game, uh, like I said, he set out. So he did not what? sit out this game. This he is, did uh, sit out this. Hold up. He did sit out this game. Mm. Oh, oh, you're talking about the Pelicans. Okay. Yeah, the second Pelicans game. We didn't mention that he didn't sit out the first one. Okay. All oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, All um, right, cool, cool, cool. He did sit out the second one. Yeah, um, he did sit <clears> out this game. Speculation was that we were arresting him because it was a back-to-back, even though right. there was a recent uh, report that he was done being uh, load-managed or whatever. So I wasn't sure how I felt about that at the time. We would later learn that that was not the case. Continue. I was even shocked that he played in the first Pelicans game. So right. um, this didn't really shock me. I was just <clears> like, <throat> okay, I mean, it's, it's probably only- more serious than they thought. The only thing that shocked me is that we saw him twist his ankle and then they said he was out in this game for his knee. Uh, he yeah. did bang knees with Jonas in that prior game. Maybe that's what it was then. Uh, At one point. But oh, yeah. uh, with KP out, starting lineup for this game was Luca. Uh, excuse me, Luca, Reggie Bullock, Dorian Finney-Smith, Maxi Kleber, and Dwight Powell again. Um, with 19 minutes this time as opposed to 11. Uh, not really going to say how I feel about that because it's beating a dead uh, dead horse. Is that the... Sure. That the, yeah, whatever. Um, in this loss, like I said, 107-91, to uh, Luca came away with 21 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists, shot completely awful from the floor. Uh, this was not a good game at all uh well not at all no this wasn't a good game seven of 20 35 percent and zero of six from three uh i always say luca sets the tone for this team especially how he comes out you see it uh in the reaction from guys specifically guys like tim hardaway jr when luca comes out and is on fire and cares and wants to win you see it I'm losing the word, but you see it resonate with the uh, the other teammates. You see guys like Tim Hardaway Jr. getting fired up. You see guys like uh, Maxi Kleber getting fired up. You see guys like Dodo getting fired up. You don't see it from Jalen much because Jalen doesn't show a lot of emotion, but you know on the inside he's fired up. I didn't see that this game. Uh, I think we mentioned in the beginning of the season how we saw Luka taking steps uh, as being a better leader, being more vocal in the huddle. But uh, in games like this, where, you know, he has these games where we need him to motivate the team. We need him to not necessarily put the team on his back. I don't want to always put that pressure on him, even though that's the way it is because his team is trash. But to motivate the rest of the team to be that leader, especially what you say? I was going to say, I kind of wanted I, I wanted to touch on that in my part and thoughts. Uh, if you want to save that before you get too deep into it. You're talking about the uh, Luca, what Luca's leadership. Okay, let's save that then. 
Let's save okay. that. All right. Uh, party. You want to do that in the middle, like before we get to the. We can I'm do sorry. that like after we recap the, the yeah. games. Yeah. That's um, what I'm and then there, I got a couple quotes as well about from Jason Kidd. <laughs> Wait, hold up. Was that? I don't think that was from this game. I thought it was from the Grizzlies game. It was from this game. The it Jason was from Kidd, this game. You're right. Jason Kidd quote, not not the other guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah that you're one right. Too, yeah, 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 you're right. Um, I'm trying to think. Did I post did I quit the video? <laughs> Maxi Kleber finished with 13 points, nine rebounds, one assist, and one steal. He did contribute to the team, stepping <clears> into <throat> the starting role, shooting four of eight from the field, all being three pointers. Reggie Bullock, another stinker, four points. Uh, I remember at the beginning of the season, a lot of people were saying Reggie has to start. Reggie should be the starter. And um, at this point in the season, the only thing Reggie should be starting is packing his bags because we need to trade him. I'm going to be quite honest. Uh, it's not working out. A whole lot of cardio. A whole lot of cardio. This dude is giving us Tony Snell minutes. Josh Green could do what he's doing. I don't care what you say. 100%. Moving forward. 100%. It's no question. Dwight Powell played 19 minutes and had one rebound. I, I don't. <laughs> like... <laughs> Dwight Powell played 19 minutes, had one rebound. Moses Brown played two minutes and had one rebound. I had to tweet, and a few people got mad about it. Uh, I wasn't even serious about the Moses Brown. I think I said Josh Green played. He scored, like, in the first 20 seconds he was on the court, so he had half the production of Brady Bullock did in his 30 minutes or something like that um, in, in two minutes. Uh, I put that out. I was mostly clowning. How trash Reggie Bullock, Sterling Brown, and Powell played, but just the hilariousness of the two matching or almost matching their production in like one fifteenth of the time was pretty funny to me. So with Dwight Powell being the starting center, I kind of just want to go down the list of people who had more rebounds than Dwight Powell this game. Uh, Luka Doncic with ten, Dorian Finney-Smith with three. Maxi Kleber with nine, Reggie Bullock with two, Jalen Brunson with three, Tim Hardaway Jr. with four, Shannon Little Brother with four, uh, Boban with three, and that's all. The people that matched him, Trey Burke, who is like 5'10", with one, uh, Eugene Amarui with one, and Moses Brown with one. There's no reason to start and center on any NBA team playing 19 minutes should have one rebound in a game. And it's not because he was doing those fundamental blockouts where you just clear out the space and let your teammates get it. It's because he's flopping around everywhere, flailing his arms to make it look like he's doing something when he's not he's doing not. a damn thing. Should I list the players on the Pelicans who had more rebounds? Nah, man, we're spending too much time on this. <laughs> so uh, I think we should move on to the next game. Unless you have anything notes. to add. Two yeah. news. Um, one, this game fell apart in the early third. Sound familiar? Uh, we did make a run in the fourth. However, Luka Doncic hurt, and it was subtle, but I did see it immediately. He hurt his mm-hmm. other knee, not the one that was on the leg, the ankle knee leg, where he has the sleeve on his knee now. He hurt the other knee. So that was a little concerning. Uh, he was already moving like a 60-year-old at the park. Um, so him hurting his other knee is not exciting at all. Uh, it was also subtly mentioned in last night's game against the Grizzly that he got an MRI done, and I haven't seen anything about any results. Uh, so I'm going to skip these Jason Kidd quotes. I'll save them for later. Um, so we can move to the Grizzlies game. Let's, let's get this over with. Let's make this quick because we're already behind the time I wanted to be on. All right, so 97 to 90 is the score that um, finished last night. The Grizzlies defeating the Mavericks 97-90 in Dallas. Luka and KP both inactive for this game. Uh, we kind of thought it was going to be a Grizzlies OKC thing. I tweeted out Grizzlies by 50. Luckily, it was only by seven points. Um, the starters for this game with Luka and KP out. Jalen Brunson, Dorian Finney-Smith, Maxi Kleber, Reggie Bullock, and Dwight Powell. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. did not start. He was still the sixth man off the bench, uh, which didn't really matter. He played starter minutes. But uh, uh, one of the 
like I said, I believe it was the first Pelicans game where I said they gave us a lot off of the bench. Uh, it was something we were going to need in a few games. We needed it from Tim Hardaway Jr. to this game. Didn't get it right out of the gate, but he did finish strong and uh, finish strong for himself, not the team. But to be quite honest, this gap could have been a lot bigger than the final score says. But let's be honest, this game was not as close as the final score says either. If you're a box score fan, then you're impressed by what you see that that score there. Right. If you watch that fucking game like I did. Awful. Trash. I'm ready to slap Jalen Brunson. I'm ready to slap everybody that was on that court, Jason Kidd. That was a terrible display of basketball. Um, I put out a poll asking who all was going to watch the game. I think 49% of people said, took the uh, no, I think I said TF, you think I look like, or TF I look like. That's the one I voted for. Uh, 49% said that. So half of y'all allegedly did not watch the game. <laughs> I can't I can't say nothing because, I, I mean, I'm a glutton for punishment, so I watched that bullshit. Um <clears throat> no Luca, no KP, no Willie. It was a terrible game to watch. I put out a tweet clowning Brunson and and uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. for the performances. Then Tim Hardaway Jr. decided to start hitting shots that, I mean, it was ridiculous shots that he, you know how it goes with Tim Hardaway yeah. Jr. Wide open shots, he's bricking. The crazy shots where it's, he's throwing it one hand over the back of his head are the ones going in. That's what Dude he's probably the greatest play. horse player to ever live. He gotta be. He got it. And, and to match what Tim Hardaway Jr. was doing and hold us off, Desmond Bain decided to put on a show for his people from uh, his college that came out to watch him, uh, putting us away looking like a closer, looking like Prime DeRozan, doing whatever <laughs> he wanted against us in that fourth quarter to make sure they sealed the victory. Um, and then he had some thoughts after the game that he wanted to share. I got a clip here if you want me to play it. Yes, please play the clip. Uh, I'm going to play the clip and then I might, I might, uh, Des, if you don't mind, just kind of a little bit more about that. You, that. you know, you haven't really talked about like being motivated to, yeah. you know, stick it to teams that maybe passed you up. But just kind of like, how much has that driven you a little bit? Because we know you've just been driven by just getting better being around this group, but how much has that kind of driven you as you've gotten better? I mean, like I said, I don't need a bunch of extra motivation, but, um, you know, every time we play against a team or an organization that I, felt like would be a good fit and you know was on me during the pre-draft process it definitely motivates me a little bit um you know like you said I mean I know almost all the guys who were drafted in front of me um you know so if there's a guy on that team I mean Josh Green was drafted in front of me I don't know if he played tonight um but uh you know that's on them that's not on me boom 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 shots fired I'm gonna tell a story I might even look for the DM. Give me a second. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find this DM. Well, while he's looking for the DM, I just want to say, when I saw that clip in the morning, actually, I didn't see the clip first. I saw the quote. I thought the quote was fake. I thought someone had made that up. I said, it's no way he went on to a podium and said that and made us look like fools and idiots. Well, he already made us look like fools and idiots in the game. And I'm also one of the people who said, hey, man, y'all got to get over this. The draft happened. It is what it is. They fucked up. They screwed up the pick. We know these guys are good. We lost Sadiq Bay. We lost Desmond Bain. It is what it is. But for him to go out there and say that, yeah, we can't let it go. The front office is a bunch of idiots. The fact that he actually wanted it to be here, which we already, you know, kind of knew. He was interested in being here. He wanted to be here. And it's not often that you find guys that want to be on the Mavericks nowadays. Did you find it? So apparently, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I should share this low key. I am. So, you know, I used to have the podcast with Mavs Draft, uh, Richie. Yes. Um, obviously, he's a, a, he was a big bang guy. He was also a Josh Green guy, and this is the reason that I'm, I I I don't like the 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 bashing of the pick, because before the draft, 
my boy Mavs draft Richie guy I really respect as far as draft coverage, uh, scouting, et cetera, so forth. He had Josh Green as the guy he wanted us to draft at that spot. He did want us to get Desmond Bain too, but he had Josh Green as the guy he wanted us to target at 18 before the draft. I'm just putting that out there. I And I, I'm not mad at it. I respect it. I didn't do, I was out of the game as far as scouting goes. So I, I, I deferred to my, my experts, if you will. Um, so I was cool with it because he, he explained to me defense, playmaking, et cetera. Um, but again, he was a Bane guy. He, I want to say he interviewed Bane and Bane let it be known. Like, I'm very interested in playing for the Dallas Mavericks. I think I will be a good fit with the Dallas Mavericks. Again, this is like summer, like way before, uh, way ahead. Like this is maybe even earlier than the summer. I don't think my DMs go back that far. But he like sent me something saying like, hey, man, Desmond Bain said he's interested in playing for the team or something like that. Um, It would have made sense. I personally believe we probably would have drafted Bain at 31 if Memphis didn't jump in front of us and take him at 30, which is probably why they jumped in front of us and took him at 30. That's my belief. I don't feel the need to go back and forth about passing on Desmond Bain. There were 12 other picks after Josh Green, or 11 other picks after Josh Green that weren't Desmond Bain. So it's not like he was the next guy on the board. Um, Sadiq Bay, maybe you can make that argument a little bit more. Yes. But Desmond Bain, that's that's not fair, in my opinion. Um that's not a failure by the Dallas Mavericks. That's a failure by the way all league draft evaluators look at older prospects. It's the goofiest shit ever. Facts. These dudes are still young. Just because he stayed in college doesn't mean, oh, let me go draft this 18-year-old that was a top 10 in his class guy, even though he looked kind of mediocre in his one year in college, over this guy who played four years, improved every year, and looked like a stud in that fourth or third or fourth year. That doesn't make any sense to me. You got a proven record that this guy can improve. Why would he not continue to improve when he got to the league, even though he's 22 or 23? Goofy. Um, but we see it every year. A guy, Jalen Brunson is another example of yep. a guy who went to the second round because he stayed in school. Goofy. So, again, I, I, I am annoyed personally. I'm just putting this out there because this is my platform and I have the right to do that. I don't care about the Bane Green comparison. That's goofy to me. I did see somebody post Bane versus Tim Hardaway Jr. That's a discussion I would like to have. That's a very good comparison. Because Bane's outplaying Tim Hardaway Jr. By a lot as far as, like, you know, percentage and production and efficiency goes. Yes, he's absolutely outplaying Tim Hardaway Jr. Tim Hardaway Jr. is getting paid, what, $16, $18 million? Yeah, so that's an indictment of the Mavs as an organization because that's our third highest paid player, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And Bain is on a rookie contract, and the Grizzlies are in our division, and we just got beat by them without job or rant. Oh, but we didn't have Luke and KP. Okay. they We got to play against them for years to come, and their entire core is young guys they drafted. Not high quality, not guys that were all. Oh, this is the guy you can't miss. They didn't have Kyle Anderson either. Let me add that. Uh, or Brandon Clark was another guy who can give you a good 15 minutes off the bench. It's so many players on the Grizzlies. I take over half this Mavs roster right now. They they actually operate like a team that knows they're a small market team. I would die for that. We act like we're just the Los Angeles Lakers South. And that <laughs> is not the case. You got to make smarter moves. I'm giving Nico the time. I'm not going to clown. I'm not going to go after Nico. Nico wasn't here for this. But come trade deadline, if I don't see some shaking and moving, I might have some words for Nico too. Absolutely. But these past well, 10 it, years. And again, what what can we really move? Hey, I got to see some magic, baby. They told me he was special. I need some magic. All right. I, they, they don't have to be a blockbuster. Brother. I just right. need... I just I just need to see a vision starting to percolate. That's all I want. Percolate. Leak that leak that trade that that you had on the table or something. Leak that leak that info that you was working on something. 
Like, hey, we almost got this deal done, but we ain't get it done. We had it, and and yeah, like, let me know, like, hey, we had this, we had them on the line, you know, another team swooped in at the last minute, whatever the deal might be. I understand we ain't got the assets. They gonna make other calls when we call, say, hey, we gonna offer you Dwight Powell, such and such, and most teams can beat our offer. So, it is what it is, as far as that goes. I had to play the Desmond Bain clip, because, damn, that's, that's rough. I hope Josh Green puts that on his bulletin board so he can stunt on these dudes in a couple of years. But it's all good in the meantime. Uh, well, I can't believe we spent 30 minutes on these fucking recaps. Yeah, I'm about to say, I really don't have much left to say about this game. Do you? Not at all. All right. So, I don't have anything to... else. I, I, I don't. Uh, I know you want to talk about the Luka leadership. You can get it yeah, in there. We can take a break. Yeah, we're going to take a break. And then, uh, you know, we'll get into that. Then we'll close out the show with our usual that we can get up out of here because I know y'all don't want to listen to this shit. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. If you're a beginning podcaster or someone who just wants to make things easy on their journey, Spotify for Podcasts is the perfect platform for you. They allow you to record your podcast and edit it. Not only from your computer, but your phone as well. So you can do it on the go, wherever you are. You can make money from your podcast through ads provided by the platform or through subscriptions from your audience with no catch at all. They even take the liberty of distributing your podcast, not only to the Spotify platform, but every other podcast and platform as well. Just like that. All you have to do is record, edit, Hit publish, and Spotify takes care of the rest. I use Spotify podcasters to start my journey. Bibbs used it to start his journey. We used it to start the Mavs Outsiders journey. And now you have the opportunity to use it to start your journey as well. To get started, all you have to do is download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com forward slash podcasters to get started. Welcome back after that quick ad read by uh, yours truly, by yours truly, I mean Bibbs. Um, <laughs> speaking of Bibbs, you had something you want. This has really become like, this mid-segment has really become like Bibbs' thoughts segment. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've noticed that. Like, we, we had, We'll find something, you'll be like, eh, I got this I want to say. So we'll start calling this segment Bibbs' Thoughts until I have my own thoughts. Then we'll say Outsider's Thoughts, you know. But uh, <laughs> another another segment of Bibbs' Thoughts, he wanted to speak on Lucas' leadership. So the floor is yours, brother. I don't know how long you're going to go with this. but I'm going to try not, to, I'm gonna try not to, to, to get on my pulpit. I'm going to try not to preach at y'all. Um, so first of all, I want to go back to that, that Pelicans blowout. And I'm going to read some quotes from Jason Kidd. So the first one, <clears throat> I would lean toward playing five on five a bit more. You're not going to get. Why, why, why you, 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 like you, why you, why you, why like you, know what? I, I, All right, I ain't going to do it. I, I, I ain't read gonna, go ahead and do your thing. I read bro. my own voice. I would lean toward playing five on five a bit more. You're not going to get any calls. Officials, they tend to not stop the game to change calls. You have to understand there's a point in time in games, dead balls, to be able to talk to officials. While the game is going on, transition defense is one of the things we've talked about that we have to get better. If we're lobbying for calls during live play, it puts us in harm's way. Just some things have to have got to be a little bit more important. I think we're going to get better at understanding as a team when to talk to officials, not just Luca. A second quote. Mavs Jason Kidd. This was from Kevin at Kevin Gray Sports. Shout out to Kevin Gray. I definitely enjoy his coverage. Uh, Mavs Jason Kidd to me on why the message isn't resonating to the team about hanging their heads when shots aren't falling. He said, this team isn't built to play defense, which again sounds like another reference to that transition defense being bad. Mm -hmm. 
when shots aren't falling, you're hanging your head instead of getting back on deep, basically. So we got complaining about calls, hanging your head on deep, on optimists. Um, So this goes back to what you said about uh, Luca and the leadership and how his energy carries over to the rest of the team, right? The question that was sparked by me is, is Luca a front runner? Hmm. That's a very good question. So I had to let that marinate for a second. Things are going poorly. Luca's body language is terrible. Always complaining, not getting back, head hanging, the fake injuries. This is something that I always complained about with Steph Curry. Is that he feels like a front runner a lot of the time. Something I've complained about with LeBron sometimes in his career. That too. When things are not going well, he falls apart. Physically, mentally. And again, that rubs off on the rest of the team. So that's one thing. Um, just just to consider. I'm not saying that's the case necessarily, but it's making me watch that a little bit closer moving forward. Things are going poorly. His body language is terrible. He looks like he's more hurt than ever all the time. He, he gets fake hurt a lot. Uh, and again, it rubs off on the rest of the team. I believe last year when it was happening a lot, it felt like KP was the target of his feelings. And you could see in KP that KP was looking to him to like, hey, look, I'm trying. I'm trying to I'm trying to do right by you, Luca. I'm sorry that I'm I'm not making shots or whatever the case may be. Like I, I noticed KP watching Luca and look like looking like a little brother whose big brother is pissed at him. Luca does not have to be a rah-rah leader, but he has to keep the teams, he has to keep his own focus on getting the dub to be able to keep his team's focus on getting the dub. Because once they see him get into that mode, it's hard for them to believe. In my opinion. I feel like once they see he's in that that pouty, complainy, not giving a damn about anybody but himself type of mm-hmm. mode, they shut down as well. I agree. And that's not a lot to ask. I don't care how old you are. If my if my kid is in middle school on the basketball team and he's the point guard and he's doing that, I'm pulling him aside. So I damn sure think you can ask a 23-year-old $200 million man to watch what he watch his body language to give a damn. Yeah. Not only when we're winning, but when we're losing as well. Right. Asshole Luca, when everything is good, you got the cocky smiles, you're throwing up the shots and running up the court. All jovial. 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 I had to make it. I had to make it. I don't know what them things are. Anyway. still jovial, brother. I'm pretty sure it's jovial Lee would be if you were running up the court that way. You still Uh, say it, right? It's action. I got the cough dry though. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but you can't go from that to stand back behind the play, head down, not getting back on D, not paying attention to where your man is, not communicating. You can't turn to that because the team is going to see those differences and they're going to respond to it. Again, I'm not asking you to be in the huddle. Hey, guys, we got to go. Let's go. I'm asking you to get back on defense, keep your energy up, stay communicating, work through the issues, do your job through the issues. That's it. Um, do you have any thoughts that you want to add on top of that? Um, Not necessarily. I agree with everything you said. You kind of, you know, um, said the things that I was uh, alluding to earlier just more extensively. Um, 
I do. I never really thought about the whole front runner thing, but when you put it that way, it's true. You see him smiling and doing his little talking shit moments. You too fucking small, blah 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 blah. When we're winning, but when we're losing and it's looking bad and it looks like there's no hope, he doesn't really care. He seems uninterested, as if it's kind of like a dude losing in 2K and just shooting the ball from half court because they don't care no more. Like that's <laughs> that's that's what that's what it seems like, and it's like that's you can't analogy. do that. You can't do that when you have a team that follows your lead, that goes as you go, that feeds off of your energy. Yeah, you're going to lose the game, but don't just seem uninterested because that gives off the feeling that you're giving up. And that's not what a leader should be doing. So uh, uh, I do agree with everything that you said. Uh, I think the front runner thing is a very good argument. That could be made whether people want to hear it or not but um yeah uh that's really all i got to add to it and i will also add that i appreciate jason kidd addressing that i wish he was more direct but i respect the way he did it. it's early he can't really go all in on luca and the media like that i love it because that means we're one step closer to christmas kid I mean, we're t- three weeks away. <laughs> they better tighten up, or they gonna see. They better no, tighten be up, no or y'all ain't gonna be opening no presents. Ain't gonna be no presents under the tree. And y'all I gonna believe. be running and placed in a pool on Christmas morning. And I just rem- realized that we are actually gonna be on the road. Um, on Christmas, we're gonna be at the Jazz on Christmas Day, and then we're at the Blazers two days later at the Kings another two days later and like at the Kings and again, like we're going to be on the road for a week straight, at least. Um, actually we're going to be on the thunder, man. We're going to be on, yeah, we're going to be on the road for over a week. I'm not too excited about that Christmas game now, man. I don't want to see us get slaughtered on national television, but anything <sighs> is possible. Speaking of speaking of national television, hopefully one day we can be on national television, but until then, uh, here's a word from our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> that was awful. Oh, that was awful. Oh, I, fo- I forced that one, boy. It's all good. No, it worked. It worked. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once the single point scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, welcome back. We're not laughing because of bloopers, so don't worry, y'all. Not getting bloopers at the end of the episode this time. <laughs> I don't have um, time for that. We just trying to laugh through the pain that is this week. So let's uh-huh. end this now. End the misery. Put us out of our misery. The Mavs Outsiders Unsung Hero of the Week. And this was difficult, I promise y'all. Goes to Tim Hardaway Jr. Why? Because. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Because this was difficult. Uh, No one else really did a goddamn thing. I wasn't giving it to Luka. And he showed up in that uh, first Pelicans game. Uh, he did something that looked good on a box score in the Grizzlies game. I, I promise y'all this was a hard week to give the unsung hero to. So, since Bibbs seems to disagree with my unsung hero, if y'all disagree, uh, tweet. Not at me. Tweet at the Mavs Outsiders account, at Mavs Outsiders. It's, Matt, it's at Mavs Outsiders pod, right? I think it's just Outsiders. Let me, now I got to pull it up. 
It's Mav, Mavs Outsiders. Okay. At Mavs Outsiders, tweet at Mavs Outsiders and tell me who you would have chosen for your unsung hero this week. But uh, enough of that. Wanted to get through that quick. Like I said, it was hard. It was difficult. Didn't really want to give it to him, but wasn't sure who else to give it to. And didn't want to give it to Maxi two weeks in a row. So moving on to Bibbs for the upcoming weekly forecast. And I'm pretty sure it's cloudy, Bibbs. Thank you, Race. You know, if I had a say on who should win the Mavs, uh, unsung hero of the week i would say it's mavs fans for enduring this bullshit uh this team is quite ass and yet people still tune in people are still showing up at the arena to support <laughs> uh couldn't be me moving forward it has been a rough time for the dallas mavericks uh, there has been a lot of rainy weather a lot of l's raining down on our schedule and we start our week by playing the brooklyn nets that should uh, should be a fun one. Sure, Kevin Durant won't put 40 on our heads, and neither will James Harden. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, the one bright spot is that they don't have a big man, so potentially we could have a shootout, and potentially we could steal some things. Now, we have not shot well, but it will be a great time for that to change. Uh, moving forward, it is a back-to-back, folks, and we're going to Memphis <laughs> to see if we can get revenge on the Grizzlies again. Luca getting the MRI, we don't know his status. KP, they haven't really told us anything about him. One or both of them could be out again, and we know how them boys feel about us. I, <laughs> I almost broke down and cried. Uh, let's move forward. Friday, we're going to Indiana. <laughs> It's the perfect time to play our ex-head coach, Rick Carlisle. The Pacers are in turmoil as well. <sighs> this was a game that many of us may have circled on our calendars, but I don't think this is the team we want to be facing right now. It could be bad. I, um, oh God, I'm stressed. Uh, finally, you mentioned uh, that you thought it would be cloudy. Well, there's a chance of thunder. 100% chance of thunder on Sunday. We're going to Oklahoma City. We watched Memphis run through their G League squad. Will they get some of their heavy hitters back for that one? Will they even need them? Because we look like a G League squad right now. Reese, if you can't tell, I'm really over this team, and I'm over this segment. Back to you. Um, I, I just want to know, I just want to let y'all know, that the Mavs have officially broken meteorologist bibs, and this is this is a very sad day for the Mavs Outsiders pod. I don't know how um, I don't know how we can continue. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, this is tough. Whew. All right, uh, we're gonna hope for a better week next weekend. We'll see y'all next weekend. Hopefully, the energy is better. Hopefully, meteorologist bibs. Is in a better place. His energy is higher. He cares more because the Mavs make him care more. Signing off for Reese and Bibbs. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Maybe. Damn. Yeah. Maybe. What the fuck? My, my bad. Peace. <laughs> what he said. Shit. Bye. just by sitting down you can take a break or a nap you can start a lot of things by sitting down like your next journey the all-electric volkswagen id4 with intuitive sit to start finding the music you love shouldn't be hard that's why pandora makes it easy to explore all your favorites and discover new artists and genres you'll love enjoy a personalized listening experience simply by selecting any song or album and we'll make a station crafted just for you Best of all, you can listen for free.
Download Pandora on the Apple App Store or Google Play and start hearing the soundtrack to your life. This message is brought to you by Colaguard. Colaguard is a one-of-a-kind, non-invasive colon cancer screening test. The test kit is delivered right to your doorstep, so you can collect your sample in the privacy of your own home. There's no special prep, no need for time off, and no changes to your diet or medication. Your Colaguard collection kit comes with simple instructions, but if you have any questions, they have a customer care line you can call 24-7. If you're 45 or older, at average risk for colon cancer, ask your provider about Colaguard. Colaguard is available by prescription only. Learn more at colaguard.com listen. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen, remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, 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 of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food service.